0: Om welcome back to another day with Ernest the Elephant, named after Ernest Shackleton, and Ernest Hemingway, he sits on my couch, has a nice home here. We're continuing the chapter today on personal adornment, on subjugating the hearts of others, and on tonic medicines. And I will say before we get into this, my apologies, I will be stumbling over a bunch of words, because this is basically a chapter of love potions. Quite literally, you know, uh, quite literally drinking love potions. Um, If you're interested in things like this, I'm not. I don't do potions or anything like this. But if you are, this may be of really interest to you. Uh, If you have any experience with any of these, please, please comment down below. If you have tried them and they've worked or they failed let, let us know that'd be really interesting to hear i have a weird feeling though that some of these may be lacking information or um, maybe hard to do today like there may be certain plants that are hard to get a hold of or animals or whatever i'm not really sure i haven't really read this just briefly looked at it um but you know this is, it'd be really interesting to have a discussion with someone on this chapter on their results with it. So, and I mean that earnestly. Earnestly. Bad pun. So here we go. With that bad pun, let's go into this. If a man, after anointing his lingam with a mixture of the powders of the white thorn apple, the long pepper, and the black pepper, and honey engages in sexual union with a woman, he makes her subject to his will. The application of a mixture of the leaf, of the plant vatobranta, of the flowers thrown on a human corpse when carried to be burnt, and the powder of the bones of the peacock and of the Jiva bird produces the same effect. The remains of a kite who has died a natural death, ground in a powder and mixed with kawaksha and honey also has the same effect. Anointing oneself with an ointment made of the plant and mirabolans has the power of subjugating women to one's will. If a man cuts into small pieces the sprouts of the Suni plant and dips them into a mixture of red arsenic and sulfur and then dries them seven times and applies this powder mixed with honey to his lingam, he can subjugate a woman to his will directly that he has had sexual union with or if by burning these very sprouts at night and looking at the smoke he sees a golden moon behind he will then be su- <coughs> sorry he will then be successful with any woman <clears throat> or if he throws some of the powder of these same sprouts mixed with the excrement of a monkey upon a maiden she will be given in marriage she will not be given in marriage to anybody else please excuse me one second if the pieces of the aris root are dressed with the oil of the mango and placed for six months in a hole made in the trunk of the sisu tree and are then taken out and made up into an ointment and applied to the lingam this is said to serve as means of subjugating women if the bone of a camel is dipped into the juice of the plant it a prostata and then burnt and the black pigment produced from its ashes is placed in a box also made of the bone of a camel, and applied together with antimony of the eyelashes with a pencil also made of the bone of a camel, then that pigment is said to be very pure and wholesome for the eyes and serves as a means of subjugating others to the person who uses it. The same effect can be produced by black ointment made of the bones of hawks, vultures, and peacocks. Thus ends the ways of subjugating others to one's own will. Now, the means of increasing sexual vigor are as follows. A man obtains sexual vigor by drinking milk mixed with sugar, the root of the uchata plant, the piper chaba, and licorice. Drinking milk mixed with sugar and having the testicle of a ram or goat boiled in it is also productive of vigor. The drinking of the juice of the Hezarium gangeticum the kuli, and the krishirika plant mixed with milk produces the same effect the seed of the long pepper, along with the seeds of the Sansevierna, Roxburghania, and the Heidsarum-Gankaticum plant, all pounded together <coughs> and mixed with milk, is produced productive of a similar result. According to ancient authors, if a man pounds the seeds or roots of the Trapa Bispinosa, the Cassarica, the Tusa and Jasmine, and the Licorice, together with the Kirisha Kapoli, a kind of onion, and puts the powder into a milk mixed with sugar and ghee, and having boiled the whole mixture on a moderate fire, drinks the paste so formed he will be able to enjoy innumerable women. In the same way, if a man mixes rice with eggs of the sparrow and having boiled this in milk, adds to it ghee and honey, and drinks as much of it as necessary, this will produce the same effect. If a man takes the outer coverings of a sesame seeds and soaks them with the eggs of sparrows, and then having boiled them in milk mixed with sugar and ghee, along with the fruits of the bispinosa and the Casarica plant, and adding to it the flour of wheat and beans, and then drinks this composition, he is said to be able to enjoy many women. If ghee, honey, and sugar, and licorice in equal quantities, The juice of the fennel plant and milk are mixed together. This nectar-like composition is said to be holy and provocative sexual vigor, a preservative life, and sweet to the taste. The drinking of a paste composed of the asparagus rasimosus, the shvadashtra plant, the guduchi plant, the long pepper, and licorice, boiled in milk, honey, and ghee, in the spring, is said to have the same effect as above boiling the asparagus, racimosas, and the shvadashtra plant, along with the pounded fruits of the prenma spinosa, in water, and drinking the same, is said to act in the same way. Drinking boiled ghee or clarified butter in the morning during the spring season is said to be beneficial to health and strength and agreeable to the taste. If the powder of the seed of the shvadashtra plant and the flour of barley are mixed together in equal parts, and a portion of it, as in two palas in weight, is eaten every morning on getting up, it has the same effect as the preceding recipe. There are also verses on the subject as follows. This, the means of producing love and sexual vigor, should be learned from the science of medicine, from the Vedas, from those who are learned in the arts of magic, and from confidential relatives. No means should be tried which are doubtful in their effects, which are likely to cause injury to the body, which involve the death of animals, and which brings us in contact with impure things. Such means should only be used as are holy, acknowledged to be good, and approved of by Brahmins and friends. And thus ends this chapter. I read it rather fast because I figured most of you can read along, and if you really want to get the gist of it, you can look up the link, so sorry about my choking up. Uh, this last chat, this last paragraph, I thought was interesting. The line says, um, "No means should be tried which are doubtful in their effects." Let's be honest. Let's be on- absolutely honest. Every religious thing, every New Age thing, every magical thing, always has some doubt. I can pray to God every day. Will He answer? I don't know. I can I can study any New Age thing out there. I can do uh, Reiki. I can do whatever. There's always a sense of doubt it won't work. So, so you shouldn't do anything that's doubtful in the effects, which means everything you do here will absolutely have an effect. But we can't guarantee that. Probably people will say, "Oh, well, it didn't have an effect. You could see, or the effects not happening." Now, there's always excuses. But let's let's be honest. That that sentence doesn't really work. It doesn't work logically. Um. And I found it really interesting that you're not supposed to do anything here which brings you in contact with impure things. What is an impure thing? According to other books I've read, um, let's say books by Swami Prabhupada, impure things would be this book. <laughs> and it would be magic like this. These would be counted as impure things. So th- this is a real weird end sentence. So you're supposed to do stuff that's holy to get your to get your cock going. Basically, so do a lot of holy stuff to to, to, to get your libido. Ah, oh, the contradictions are overwhelming. Anyways, um, as I said in the beginning, if any of you have experience with this, would actually love to hear about it. Um, very much so. Uh, I I've never met anyone who has done. Mitchell and stuff like that who actually has shown any results from it, but I know a lot of people who know a lot of stuff But they actually have been like yeah I've never seen anything so I would love to meet someone who can counter that because I'm always open to being shown that These things are amazing and they work Um, Because I'm a natural skeptic, but I'm I'm always persuaded So anyways that being said (laughs) We'll start a new chapter in the next video. Thank you for watching